On this week's episode, we're going to be talking about being a single dad and being separated from my kids for a short period of time. And I'm going to do my best to ask all the right questions. I hope so. Let's get into it. Cheers. For another one, I'm Andy Edwards. And I'm Jason Ponte. And you're listening to Two, Two Imperfect, Imperfect Dads. Dads. How's it going today, man? Good, buddy. We, we have to start yet. Oh, right. Yeah, we got to start. And you should start as well. Oh, wow, right. that was in sync today. That was. We're rolling. Good We're job. rolling. All right. All right. Hope everyone's doing okay today. Um, this is our third episode now. I think I said last episode I wasn't going to do that anymore. We'll work we on did it. did it again. Uh, I did it again. Um, did you have a good day today? I had a splendid day today. Yeah? What'd you get up to? Took the kids to Sky Zone, went and jumped around on some trampolines and nice. got my sweat on. Did nice. Did a little parkour action on a lot of the slippery things. I'm not as tough as I thought I was, Yeah. but we did it. So Dad strength, man. Yes. That's all that matters. That's it's dad right. strength now. Um well, that's cool that you did that. It sounds uh, reminiscent of what I did uh, about a week or so ago with my son when I took him to that fun place. Um, but that got me thinking a little bit here about uh, you took your kids and uh, you went with your partner. I went with my wife and we took my son and it kind of got me thinking not everybody has that dynamic, right? Some people have a different dynamic. And when you had your kids, you were with your ex. Right. It didn't work out. Like No, I didn't. No. A huge percentage of the population, it didn't work out. And that's okay. But uh, I want to get into just a little bit today about uh, how that affected you. Because I know it affects a lot of the, the population out there, right? It's it's not something that's easy to go through for either parent or for any of the children, right? I was on the, the opposite side of that as a kid growing up. I didn't really deal with... I dealt with the, the breakup of my mom and my brother's dad, but uh, I've never really known my dad, so it wasn't that difficult right. from that perspective. Um, but I think for you, not being around your kids all the time and for your kids not always seeing you, that could be difficult. So... Let's dive into that a little bit so other Here people go, can yeah. uh, can f- relate to that, right? I think that's that's key. So I have a few questions I wanted to ask you that somebody who hasn't gone through it from the dad's perspective right. um, might be curious about, or if, if somebody is going through that in their life, they might be curious about that. So I imagine holidays sucked. Did you right, guys do the, the whole beginning, split they thing? sucked big time, yes. Yeah. Not being there every Christmas morning with the kids breaks your heart actually even to today it's it's a little different mind you my kids are getting a little older so it's santa claus is not the the thing anymore right, right. They, they uh they figured out who's the one who the real the santa claus and, is yeah <laughs> yeah so that was us and it's just the the mornings that they're with their mom for the christmas our christmas morning doesn't really start 
until they're with us. Yeah, it's not natural, right? So it just feels bit, a little unfinished. bit different for us. So it's, yeah. it's just more of a slower start to the day. Yeah. Were you guys uh, able to come to an agreement pretty quickly when you guys split up that we were going to get this part of the day and the other parent was going to get this part of the day? Or yeah, how did that's that work? pretty much how it worked out too. So it was the years that we don't have them, we get them in the afternoon and I'm very flexible. I want my kids all the time. Yeah, so of course. Whatever I can do to accommodate is what I'm going to do. Yeah. You just work your whole life around being yeah. part of your kid's life. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah, I love that. That's good. It's good when you can, if the relationship doesn't work out, just call a spade a spade and, you know, this isn't going to work. Let's move on. Mm -hmm. But let's still be the best parents we can be. And I think that's key. Not everybody does that. I remember a little bit of my brother and uh, his dad and the separation with my mom. And it was not uh, cohesive. (laughs) It's very, yeah, very argumentative and... uh, yeah, just wasn't a good place for anybody to be in. So good for you guys that you were able to to do that. It wasn't all <laughs> yeah. roses and daisies. Yeah, fair enough. I could imagine there were some tough points in there. Yeah. Did uh, how did you take it at first when it first happened for anyone who might be fresh, freshly going into this? The first thing that went through my mind was not being able to see my kids every day, but I took initiative to be there every day to get them after school to spend dinner with them and then take them to where their mother and they lived at the time just having that extra bit of time with them every day made it a little bit easier i know for me it was super tough i would leave them and go back to my mother's house and then what you have spend a good chunk of your adult life. Well, for me, I had kids when I was 22 years old. So a good chunk of my adult life was being a dad Yeah. and leaving them and having to go to another home and lay my head down on a pillow where I know my family isn't. And I know where my kids are, are not was very tough for me. But I think my, my daughter Layla, she realized daddy's not here either so what she gave me was a stuffed animal it was like a 101 dalmatian stuffy and i still have it in my room in my bed till this day that's awesome she said here daddy take this with you and it broke my heart but at the same time i cuddled the shit out of that stuff of course of course you do every night yeah yeah that's the only piece you have of your kids in that moment right the hardest part for me wasn't so much not being with their mother anymore. It was the fact that I don't get to see them every single day. You know what yeah. I mean? That's that's still tough for me. But you feel like you missed out on something. Like they're or they're, I'm gonna miss out on yeah, something. And I think they're only a certain age for so long, right? And every day that that goes by, you miss that day, and you yeah. don't get that back. That no, never comes back again, no. right? I understand like if it's not working in the relationship, it's not working. You've got to do what's best for not only you and your partner, but and your kids as well. And it's not fair for the kids exactly. to go through that as well. A thousand percent. Like I can, this is, it's tough because I can't picture, like I, I really struggle 
to if I go away for a weekend, for example, like I miss my son like like crazy. So I can only imagine what you were feeling not being able to see them for for longer periods of time, right? Right. And that's gotta be gotta be overwhelming, I would imagine, at some some parts of the journey for sure. Yeah. There's there- definitely a part in my not so distant future where their mother and me were going through a pretty rough time where she wouldn't let me see the kids. Yeah, that and sucks. I got the cops called on me for something I didn't do. And was I that know, I don't know what was going and what was being said to them at the at the same sense where I can't stick up for myself, can't and, yourself. Yeah. and tell my side of the story to the kids. But not tell them 100% of what obviously what happened. It's, they were young and they don't need to know what was going on. Yeah. They just need to know that mom and dad aren't together anymore, but we both still love you very much. Yeah. But I didn't have that chance to do that, and I can only imagine what was running through their heads. It was about a two-month period that I didn't see them. Two months, man. It was a long time, man. It, yeah. it, was, it felt like a lifetime. And do you feel like... I feel like for me, this is what I would want to do. But did you feel like the little bit of time you got with them, you felt like you had to do everything with them because you yeah. wanted to get all that time back and you're 100%. trying to experience it in a very small portion of time? 100%. And it was tough for me because I was dating somebody new who I'm engaged to now. Amazing person. Great bonus. Yeah, mom. she's great. She wasn't allowed to see them. So mm-hmm. there was a bit of a jealousy thing going on between was my there, ex and like for and, any reason or just dad. out of spite. Like there was never an explanation. The new, it was the new just woman in the the new woman in your that, life, and yeah. because of that, she's not allowed to. Which I find that that's tough, right? It's I'm, I'm not gonna I have to be careful what I say because I'm not somebody who's gone through this, so I'm I'm never gonna pretend like I understand. But I'm thinking as the you call her call her the bonus mom i think from her perspective that's got to be difficult because she she doesn't have much involvement in what's happened in the past she's just moving into a relationship with you and now she doesn't get to experience all of you because your ex would be frustrated essentially that she's now in your life i'm guessing that's got to be the only reason that you're yeah that your kids weren't allowed to come around when be you happy her. right but yeah if you if Guess I can't what? be happy, you can't be happy too kind of thing. We're, I'm happy now. She's yeah. moved on. She's found someone new, which I'm happy for. And we're slowly trying to be cordial. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what you're saying is for people who haven't gone that far yet, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. It's just getting yes. there. It'll, and getting it, there it can depends. be pretty dark. Not everybody's going to be in the same situation as me, but... It was a bit tough. It was a lot of eggshell stepping. And the best thing I can say is just keep it cordial for the kids. That's all. Yeah. And don't uh, don't rear the ugliest version of yourself because the kids are going to remember that, right? Exactly, yeah. I, uh, I see the dynamic that you have with your kids now. And you can see it's pretty blatantly obvious that uh, your kids idolize you. They... They love you, and I'm sure it's the same with their mom. I don't know their mom, but uh, I could just speak on what I know of you, and it's interesting to watch from an outsider's perspective. Nowhere along the way do they ever look at you and, you know, look at you as in they're disappointed or, you know, wish that things had been different. Um, actually, I was talking to uh, to Jason's son earlier before this episode, and he said if he could have changed things, he wouldn't have changed anything 
because he believes that where he is now um, got him here because of things that happened in his past. And he had to I, grow up a little bit quicker than what yeah. he should have, yes. But, but I resonate with that. Like, that makes sense to me. Like, if you changed your past, you might not be in the same place you are now. And he's, what he's trying yeah. to say is he's happy where he is now. Yep. And things might not have always been perfect, but it got him to a place where he feels really comfortable now. And I think you should pat yourself on the back for that. It might not have been easy, but you... It's not easy. Yeah. We never skipped a beat. Yeah. You... It was like no time was lost. Every time right. you guys got together, we, we got together after that two month stint of not seeing each other. There was some emotions involved. We did do some crying and a lot of hugging. Yeah, how do you not? But then we jumped right back to where everything left off. And I'm a firm believer of being my best friends or my kids. Yeah, but I'm not gonna not discipline them because they're not my they yeah, are my still best friends, kids, right? yeah they are everything we 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 mold them as parents we mold them to be the best humans that they can possibly be and i pat myself on the back i think i'm doing a pretty good job yeah you're doing a great job man i wouldn't let anyone take that away from you like i said through the the years that i've known you it's been fantastic so He's uh, he actually makes it quite difficult for me whenever i'm around my son and he brings his kids over and I do my best to always be doing everything my son wants him to do, but it's difficult when you have somebody else who does the exact same thing as you, then he's, you stop for one second to do something for somebody else. And you look over and see, he's talking to his kids or playing with his kids. And it's like, damn it. Now I need to be doing it with my kid. I get, (laughs) I need to be the best version of myself. No, it's just, uh, it's healthy. It's healthy competition because it's not even competition for me. It's just, I, I try to, be very involved in my son's life and I do everything with them that I can possibly do. I work a lot of continental shift work and I miss a lot of holidays. I miss a lot of time with my kid and that small portion of time kills me. It kills me more than I ever tell anybody. So I can imagine for somebody like you who had to spend more than just a 12, 13 hour, 14 hour shift away from their kids, how difficult that would be. Right. It's tough. There's a, a lot of nights where I would kind of cry myself to sleep because right. what else am I going to do? Yeah. Right? You're, you're, you feel like you're stuck, right? Yeah. What, what can I do? And I do feel like you're maybe it's difficult when you're the dad because right away, it's not like you can just say, Oh, the kids are coming with me. Right. Yeah. And a lot of the times I think, um, you hope that the courts sort that out if it gets to that point. Or you hope that the parents can be cordial, but it is unfortunate in the small um, case where maybe the other parent is doing a better job, you know, and like that parent doesn't get the opportunity to spend time with their kids. And whether if whether you're doing a better job or not, or you have pitfalls in your life, if you will, every parent deserves to see their kid, no matter what. Hundred percent. If you're unfit, then yes. Maybe oh, yeah, I get you it. shouldn't. Yeah, get it fixed up and come back. No big deal. But we're, we're human. If you are more than capable and you're you're the other half that made that child, right? Yeah, you should have fifty percent yeah. rights of that child forever. Yeah, not I, you're not the dad, so you don't get to see them. We're gonna give them to yeah. mom. You guys figure it out. Is that purely out of hatred towards the other person? Like 
that's what it seems like in a lot of cases to me. A lot of cases, they're yes, frustrated but it's the court systems that are quite flawed for yeah, that. Yeah, I would agree to that for sure. I think that part of it is unfortunate. I do know a lot of people who have either divorced or have split up. I think it's a very high ratio right now. Um, but a lot of those people were able to just understand like, hey, this isn't working from a, a relationship perspective but you're still a good dad and you're still a good mom. So let's just make this thing work the best we can because once you become a parent, everybody knows you can't be selfish. You give everything you have to your kids. It doesn't matter how tired you are. It doesn't matter what you want to do. It matters that you give that kid the best version of yourself. Or in my case, you give them what you didn't have. Exactly. And now it's funny that you say that growing up, that's what my dad had always told me. He said, treat your kids better than the way I'm treating you. Yeah. And yeah. that's what I base my entire father. Good on him, too, for just like them, yeah. having the the cojones, if you will, to be able to say like, hey, I'm not doing it perfect. I know I'm not. Just do it a bit better than I'm doing it. And like, you'll be good. Yeah. And every story I've ever heard about your dad, like, sounds like he was a great guy. Yeah. So, um, so. <laughs> He was 17 when I passed, or sorry, I was 17 when he passed away. Right. And that near the end, I would always ask him, what, give me some advice. Like, I need some things, you know, I need to take some information from like you. Before you knew you it go. was the end and you're trying to soak up everything you yeah. could. Yeah. Like, down to the question, like, what would you say if I had sex? Kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> everything. Yeah. So that was one thing that he did tell me. And, I will never forget it. And I instill that in my, my son. And I tell him, treat your kids the way better than the way I'm treating you. Yeah. Yeah. Be the best version of yourself. Yes. And it's not always easy. We're human. We make mistakes. We've all raised our voices at our kids. It's going to happen. I don't think anyone's the perfect parent out there. That's like, Oh, I've never been mad at my kid. Oh, I love that. My kid wakes up at three in the morning and wakes me up. I love that. My kid doesn't listen to me. I love that. They won't eat their dinner. The list goes on and on and on. There's plenty of things that kids are going to do to get under your skin, but they're doing them to test your boundaries. Right. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I've learned. They don't, know and i've mentioned this before they don't know what they're doing is is wrong at the time or even if they do they don't see it as a big deal and maybe we're as parents blowing it out of proportion because we want them to do what we want in in that time but at the end of the day it's you don't remember any of those memories no i don't remember three days ago when i would have said to my son you know you shouldn't have done that or we shouldn't say that or whatever the case may be don't hit your mom kind of thing. I don't remember any of that stuff, but I do remember sitting down, having those conversations, those heart to hearts. I remember the, the good memories, the happy stuff, that stuff sticks in my mind. So don't get caught up in the other stuff. It's not worth it. And it's entirely too short. I think one day you open your eyes and you realize, well, you can probably attest to this. You open your eyes and you're like, where did all that time go? I'm not holding that kid in my arms anymore. That kid is now holding me in his arms. Yeah, yeah, I was going to (laughs) say, probably almost big enough to pick you up now, right? So, how the tables have turned. I think that Mateo is my younger brother. Like, (laughs) yeah. As as somebody who's in a a situation where your dad is gone now and you could see it um, as a father yourself, do you find the dynamic to be like anything difficult your dad would have put you through as a kid? 
do you now understand it better? I oh, guess 100%. is what I'm trying to say 100%. as a dad now. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think your dad did a good job? I think my dad did a splendid job. I think I'm a pretty outstanding person. Yeah. Not to toot my own horn, but yeah, to well, you made toot it easy on your dad, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I think I think that's super awesome that uh that you're able to see that. Yeah. I honestly going back to the whole separation thing, being with somebody now who like I mentioned earlier, Heidi is the bonus mom that these kids mm-hmm. never had, but Maybe that was the wrong choice of words. No, no the bonus mom that these kids needed to have. Yeah, and she's she a positive influence. Honestly, yeah. helped me through my down times. Helped me through the good times, and she's been there in every spot in between. And I wouldn't be the, the parent I am today without her. Yeah, you need a good. Uh, you need a good, good backbone partner. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And you're definitely lucky to have that. I think sometimes it's easy to overlook that person in your life that might've just came along at the right time, the right place. Maybe as she always says, she likes to bring up this manifest destiny stuff. (laughs) Yes. You know, I don't know how much truth there is to it, but at the end of the day, she came along at the right time and you needed that. So maybe for her sake, maybe you manifested her. (laughs) Who knows? Yeah. That came out way dirtier than I wanted it to. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. She's, I think she's great. And I think a lot of, people are now getting into that where they do have that bonus parent, as you say. And I think that can be highly beneficial. I think sometimes it becomes difficult in my past experiences where my mother would move on from, like I've mentioned it before a bunch of times. My brother's dad was the only dad we ever really knew. So that's why I bring it up. But when she moved on from him, it was, uh, it was just, boyfriend after boyfriend after boyfriend right and my mom loved to be with somebody for what i thought was maybe a shorter period of time and then she would say well just call him dad just call him dad like you're said than done mom yeah like i'm sorry like the first time uh my real dad wherever whoever he may be I, i mean i do know him but uh i don't know him well i only met him one time in my life He's not dad to me. Uh, dad is something that is earned and you don't just get that title because you got to make a kid. You get that title because you spent hours and hours and hours with that kid making memories and being a good person. So you don't get that title in my mind. That's my personal opinion. Take it as you will. Um, you, my mom would always try to, to make these guys dad for me. I hated it. Like, I absolutely hated it. It was like, you've spent nine minutes with this person and now he's suddenly my dad. Like I couldn't stand it. And I could remember like a few relationships, like my brother and my sister, they would just say it like they didn't care. But for me, it meant so much more. It was Mm -hmm. deeper. Like it was like, you're not my dad. Like you didn't put in any time to deserve that title. Like you did nothing. And I think if maybe we approached that a little bit differently, I think, it would have been easier for me to come around. But a lot of the times for me being a middle child and being the oldest male, those guys seen me as like kind of competition, I guess, so to speak. I was never liked by any of them. Never. It was always, it was always a big deal. And I wasn't the easiest kid to get along with. I acknowledge that, but it, it made it very difficult for me to try to blend in there you know, my brother was the baby. My sister was a girl, obviously, though it, it made it so much simpler for them. Um, so yeah, I just wish that 
if you're in that scenario, I guess not everybody wants to jump into having a new dad. They're just trying to figure out how to, how to manage not having their own dad there. Right. So take it as you will. Right. That's just my personal opinions. Um, we dove into quite a bit of stuff yeah, there. Yeah, time went pretty quick. Yeah, I feel like we could hit up a, a whole other episode on this. I appreciate you sharing what you shared with us. I think that's... That's just uh, the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, that's it. That's just the tip yeah. of the iceberg. Hopefully down the road we can get into some longer episodes. Um, really, it's up to you guys. If if anybody likes the stuff that we're putting out there, let us know. Let's keep it going. And uh, hopefully down the road we can extend these episodes and make them longer and just kind of touch on some of that stuff. And like we always say, if there's something you guys want to talk about, bring it up to us. We're on Instagram at two imperfect dads. You can find us. And, uh, yeah, we really appreciate everything you guys are doing for us. Um, yeah. With that being said, you ready? I'm ready. All right. We're getting into dad Dad joke joke segment. So we said we were going to do one each. I think we do two each. I got I got two in my brain right now. You got two in your brain? Yeah. Okay, you hit up the first one. All right, knock, knock. Who's there? Why am I laughing already? <laughs> okay, who's there? Greasy. Greasy poo? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, I knew it was going to be like that, and I still said it. You're right. Oh, I'm so childish. I think it was good, though. Um, did you hear about the circus fire? No, what happened? It was intense. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> no? No? Yeah, okay. Mine will be better. Okay. What's your other one? How many tickles does it take to tickle an octopus? Eight. Ten, ten tickles. Tic- ten. Idiot. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> oh, it's late here. Sorry, guys. It's late. <laughs> that was good. That was good. I don't know why I didn't see that one coming either. Uh, Want to hear a joke about paper? Sure. Never mind. It's terrible. Oh. Oh. <laughs> All right. All right. With that being said, I'm sure you guys are sick of our dad jokes already. Um, thanks again, guys. We appreciate it. And stay in perfect. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs>